Hello, welcome. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. The Republican Party has a Mitch McConnell problem. A big Mitch McConnell problem. I have not always felt this way. I was one of the pseudo defenders of McConnell up until very recently. And I say pseudo defenders because I know Mitch McConnell is not conservative. I know his wife, Elaine Chao, is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. Yet, Mitch McConnell is largely responsible for the justices on the Supreme Court that were nominated and confirmed under Trump that led to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And I want to, and I've always given McConnell credit for that. That <laughs> he deserves an enormous amount of credit for that. But the time for supporting McConnell has come to an end because McConnell is threatening the very integrity of the Republican Party and the Republican Party agenda. Mitch McConnell runs the largest super PAC in the country dedicated to electing Republicans to the Senate. Many, even sitting U.S. senators, the largest donations to their campaigns or their campaign is from Mitch McConnell's super PAC. Mitch McConnell is responsible for them getting elected because he's given them the largest amount of money compared to anyone and everyone else. Leading up to the November 2022 midterm elections, Mitch McConnell just pulled funding from the the very close Senate race in Arizona. The Senate race is between sitting Senator Mark Kelly, a very radical leftist Democrat who pretends that he's a moderate, but he's not, and Blake Masters, who might be the definition of an anti-establishment candidate, one who is not afraid to talk about election integrity, one who is not afraid to talk about the crisis at the border. McConnell pulled funding, even though Mark Kelly is slightly ahead in most polls, but Blake Masters is certainly within distance of reaching and overcoming Mark Kelly. So why did he do that? Why did McConnell do that? And why should Republicans not let this go? We're going to talk about that tonight. We're also going to talk about the polls show Joe Biden's approval rating has increased in the past couple of months, which is kind of mind-blowing. You might think about inflation. You might think about the border. You might think about violence in inner cities. You might think about the FBI targeting Trump and targeting parents and think, what? What? We're going to talk about exactly why Biden's approval rating is increasing. We're also going to talk about Republicans. Republicans need to listen very closely to what we're going to talk about tonight. When I say Republicans, I'm not talking about necessarily you guys. You guys I think of as the conservative movement. I'm talking about elected Republicans need to listen very closely to what we're talking about tonight because elected Republicans are messing up big time at a, at a period of time when we cannot afford to mess up. When we are now two months away from a pivotal midterm election, we're going to talk about why Republicans are messing up and what the Republican Party, what the GOP needs to do instead. Also, also, we're going to talk about the most hilarious story of the day that has to do with Bill Clinton. So let's get into that first. Now, I like Nutrafol because it's natural and it works. We all know that there are many people who watch this show who are balding men. Well, 
I have good news for you. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs, without prescriptions. It's called Nutrafol. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. And when I say that phrase, without compromise, I'm not trying to use a euphemism here. What I'm talking about is it doesn't decrease your sex drive, uh, which is a common complaint with other similar products. Not so with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is made of 21 potent natural ingredients that support sex drive, support better health, or better sleep, and less stress too. In fact, in a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. You also can grow thicker, healthier hair, and you can support our show, win-win, by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code Liz to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. It's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every single order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T. R-A-F-O-L.com, Nutrafol.com. And to get $15 off, use my promo code, Liz. Okay, actually, before we get to Bill Clinton, I wanna talk about the funniest thing that I saw on the internet today. This has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about on the show today. And certainly nothing to do with Mitch McConnell, nothing to do with the Republican Party, but it is hands down the best thing that exists on the web today. In the state of Nebraska, a man by the name of Dwayne Hansen set a world record. It was his 60th birthday, and he took a gigantic pumpkin, and he set sail on the Missouri River. He floated or sailed. I guess it doesn't have a sail, so it's not sail. Maybe he just floated 38 miles down the river, 38 miles. He broke the world record, which he held previously. His previous world record was 25.5 miles. He crushed that with 38 miles um, down the river. Look at these pictures, look at that. How funny is that? How, I mean, he, that thing is enormous, enormous. And there he goes, look at what it says on the on the pumpkin. The SS Big Berta is what he called his, his ship. <laughs> that one just cracks me up. That one from the back with his, with his oars. Good thing, I think it's probably a good thing that he has a life jacket on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, necessarily clear for safety, a giant, a giant pumpkin. If you look at the comments, so this went viral on Twitter. It went viral on TikTok. If you look at the comments on Twitter, what people were saying in response to this, this is so funny. They're like, they're like, oh my gourd. <laughs> and one person, one person goes, gourd speed on your journey. And apparently, apparently Dwayne Hansen had it because he set a world record. So that's my favorite thing that I've seen on the web, which I think eclipses Everything else, maybe even, you'll have to tell me what you think. It might even eclipse the, the story we're going to talk about next, which is Bill Clinton. The U.S. Open is going on right now, and Bill Clinton attended the tennis match. He sat next to a woman. Maybe you'll recognize this woman. This is sex therapist Dr. Ruth. A lot of you guys probably remember Dr. Ruth. She had the TV show where she talked about sex. This was at a time when sex wasn't really talked about on TV. She talked about very graphic, very sometimes kinky stuff. And well, that's what she's known for. So Bill Clinton sat next to her at this match, but watch what watch this interaction between the two of them. Dr. Ruth tries to say something to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton can't quite hear her, so she whispers in his ear, and then look at Bill Clinton's face. Look at what happens. He turns beet red. has lost the first nine games. Wow. It's President Clinton and, and Dr. Ruth talk tennis or other topics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what they're talking about? I'll have to ask Martina what she and my class were talking about. <laughs> Interesting 
seatmates here. Yeah, they they they're, they're, look, look at these two. They're really yeah. involved in some sort of... Oh, she's giving him advice. She just gave him advice. <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't be doing that. Why is his face getting redder? Is he listening? Love those two together. <laughs> I... Part of me here, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the morbid curiosity part of me really wants to know what she said to him that made him blush like that. And the other part of me is like, oh, dear God, please do not, please do not score me by telling me what she said to him. Um, I don't know, maybe some enterprising journalist should ask him the next time he's in public what she said to him. Did you see how she like coyly touched his face? It's kind of weird, kind of gross, but also Bill Clinton is one of those people that no matter how gross he is, no matter what a creepy is, it's still sort of funny when it's associated with him. Um, and this is this is the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know which one is your favorite. I like the pumpkin story better than the Bill Clinton story. But I, oh, I do really want to know what Dr. Ruth said to Bill Clinton. Okay, but now we got to dive into the real matters of the day. The matters of the day are Mitch McConnell. The GOP has a Mitch McConnell problem. Mitch McConnell pulled eight million dollars from Blake Masters Senate race in the state of Arizona. Now, the Senate Leadership Fund is the name of Mitch McConnell's super PAC. It's the largest super PAC in the country that's dedicated to electing Republicans to the Senate. Mitch McConnell is in sole control of it. It's actually how he maintains his power in the Senate because he gives so much money to Republican Senate candidates and sitting Republicans for the re-election campaigns that they can't really criticize McConnell. They can't really push back on him. They can't call him out when he's not conservative. They can't. Because if they do, then they won't get any money from Mitch McConnell, like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz doesn't get any money from Senate, the Senate Leadership Fund, any money from McConnell. And I wonder why, because Ted Cruz does not tow McConnell's line. Remember, remember what McConnell's positions are on some of the pivotal issues that the conservative movement is facing right now. McConnell is generally anti-Trump. He was willing to work with Trump simply because he wanted to maintain his position of power. He didn't want to be a pariah in Washington, D.C. when Trump was in power. But he's no friend of Donald Trump. He's anti-Trump. He considers January 6th to be a terror event. You remember how he how he acted, how he responded in the wake of that of that day. And he thinks that Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 presidential election. He doesn't see any problem with election integrity. He doesn't acknowledge what Mark Elias and the Democrats did. He thinks it was all fair and square and A-OK, which is totally bananas. So these, these are some pretty pivotal issues where if sitting Republican senators speak out on these issues or contradict McConnell when he says stupid things about those issues and they risk losing the money that McConnell is giving them. That's what that's that's one of the reasons McConnell maintains his power, but that's what's happening in Arizona right now. So Blake Masters is facing sitting Arizona Senator Mark Kelly and most polls have Blake Masters within reaching distance of Mark Kelly within maybe like 8 or 5 points. Some polls it has it even a little bit closer than that. We're still 2 months away. That's certainly, certainly possible for Blake Masters to overcome Mark Kelly, especially because Kelly has the incumbent advantage. The Senate Leadership Fund took $8 million away from this race. Now, their defense, McConnell's Super PAC's defense is that, oh, we're still going to spend money in Arizona. We're just waiting until October to do it, which is unheard of in the campaign spending, the finance world, unheard of to wait until October. And they said they want to spread this money around to other races, that it's just a reallocation of resources based on recent polling. I don't buy that for a second. I don't buy that for, <laughs> for a second. This is about ideology, and it's about ideology. If you listen to Blake Masters for one second, you can see 
just like McConnell can see. Everyone can understand that Blake Masters is not going to go to the United States Senate in Washington, D.C. and toe Mitch McConnell's ideological line. Blake Masters will be an independent candidate, not independent in the sense that, not independent party-wise, but independent-minded conservative. And that's what you have to be in Washington, D.C. now, unless you, well, want to be want to be Mitch McConnell. So take the border, for example. Arizona is a border state where the cartels, the narco-terrorists who are just flooding across the border. This, this, is, this is something that hits home to every person that lives in Arizona. This is their state. It's not something they just see on the news. McConnell's not interested in talking about this, but Blake Masters is. In fact, he's extremely clear about what his position is on the border and what government officials have done to botch it up. I want to show you this video, but first I want to talk to you about Genucel. I love Genucel plant stem cell therapy. I've used it all over my face, under my eyes, and it cleared up the dry flakiness and even reduced my forehead lines. Someone even asked me if I had work done. No, no, just Genucel. Thank you. That, my friends, is a testimonial from Samantha, who lives in Arcadia, California, raving about her transformative results. Genucel has sold over 1 million products to women and men across this great country of ours who love the results. Fine lines, forehead wrinkles, dark spots, sagging jawline, and even those annoying bags and puffiness gone without risky procedures. And with Genucel's immediate effects product, you get guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours or you get your money back. Now you can see the difference for yourself with 65% off their most popular packages at genucel.com slash Liz. Every most popular package includes a free month supply of the original Genucel under eye bags and puffiness treatment. Just visit my URL, genucel.com slash Liz and enter my promo code Liz at checkout for an extra special discount. Order today and get their summer essential. It's the dark spot corrector absolutely free. It's a great deal that I got for you. Go to genucel.com slash Liz. It's spelled G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Liz. That's genucel.com slash Liz. Okay, so Blake Masters is very clear about his position on what's happening at the border and how it affects the people of Arizona. Hi, I'm Blake Masters. I'm running for the U.S. Senate here in Arizona. We're in Pinal County. Come over here. I want to show you something crazy. U.S. Department of the Interior. Bureau of Land Management. This sign brought to you by your federal government. You know what this says to me? It says the government gave up. They threw in the towel. This sign should be warning me about rattlesnakes, not about criminal narco-terrorist organizations. I'm Blake Masters. I approve this message. I'm going to put a stop to this madness. Now imagine an ad like that from McConnell. It's impossible to imagine, right? We have been flooded since the Biden administration with literally millions of illegal aliens who have crossed our border and not just crossed our border looking for a different life. This is a, a criminal cartel where coyotes traffic people, abuse people, force them to spend their life savings. They pay tithes essentially to the, the drug cartels to even get access to the land that's against our border on the Mexican side so as to get over our border. I mean, this is... This is a criminal narco-terrorist organization, as Blake Master says. And it's not just the carnage that's happening at the border. It's also how it impacts the United States when we have this influx of illegal aliens in our country who aren't here legally, who don't pay taxes, who rely on our resources. It puts an enormous stress on our government welfare system, which means that you and I, as taxpayers, are funding the healthcare, the schooling, the emergency services, let alone everything else that illegal aliens are enjoying in our country. And Blake Masters isn't afraid to talk about that either. 
5 million illegal aliens have come into this country since Joe Biden's been in the White House. 5 million. Mark Kelly loves it. He's okay with it. Not only is he okay with it, he helped make it happen. Remember that in November. That is actually a good point. I mean, imagine being a senator from a state like Arizona, as Mark Kelly is, and being okay with the with the illegal aliens that are coming across the border and just the carnage that's happening at our border. The fact that it's just unsecured, that we don't even have control of our own border. That's that's Mark Kelly's legacy. That I mean, I'll let Blake Masters handle that. He can he can be the one that campaigns against Mark Kelly. He doesn't need my help on that. But what what we do need as the conservative movement and as the Republican Party to do is we need to acknowledge the incredible amount of power that Mitch McConnell has over races like Blake Masters. He holds the purse strings. Many political endeavors, whether these are ballot referendums at the state level or whether they're campaigns for the United States Senate, do come down to how much money that you are able that you are able to get to support your campaign. I hate I hate to say it. In a sense, I hate that that's the way that it is, that it's not, oh, the most clever advertising or the best talking points or actually the policies that you're offering, whether they help the American people. I wish in an ideal world, in utopia, that's what it would be about. But oftentimes it's just down to how much money a candidate has, how many times they're able to serve ads in front of their potential constituents, their voters, and whether those voters become familiar with the name of that candidate. And if they are, then they tend to vote for that candidate. That's simply the reality of how a lot of these campaigns work. So when McConnell takes away $8 million from Blake Masters' Senate campaign in the two months, three months, what are we, September? Yeah, it's two months before the midterm elections. He knows what he's doing. Mitch McConnell's not stupid here. He's not stupid at all. And this is not something... This is not something that's isolated to simply the Arizona Senate race, not at all. This is something that if you zoom out, Republicans on a national level are falling for the talking points of the radical left in how they are constructing their campaigns leading into the midterm elections. And what's going to happen if Republicans do this if they fall prey to the talking points of the radical left and use the talking points of the radical left in their decision-making process for how they formulate their campaign, how they create advertisements, how they talk to voters, what issues they choose to take a stand on, then what's gonna happen in November of 2022 is we are going to lose. Conservatives and Republicans are going to lose. A perfect example of this is the pro-life issue. Dobbs overturned Roe v. Wade. This is the most significant conservative victory on any issue in any sense in modern history. It's a bigger deal than the election of Donald Trump. It's a bigger deal than defeating gun control. It's a bigger deal than any endeavor at fiscal conservatism that conservatives probably haven't tried for like a decade because they just spend, spend, spend like the Democrats. Overturning Roe v. Wade, history was made. Lives are saved. Our constitution is respected. We are finally, finally in a position to live in the United States of America, in a United States of America, that is similar to the United States of America that the founders actually envisioned. It's taken us two and a half centuries to properly apply the principles that the founders envisioned because from the get-go, while what the founders wrote was correct, and moral, 
the faulty, sinful men in our government have misapplied those principles. And therefore, we haven't ever lived in an America that's fully respected. Well, first it was the rights of Black people in our country. And then it was the rights of women. And then it was the rights of the unborn. And finally, when the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, for the first time, we could look to our country and say, well, wait a second. We have no laws on the books right now that deprive an entire segment of our country the protections that they are duly entitled to in our Constitution. And yet Republicans are silent on this issue. Two months later, and you hear nary a peep from Republicans and conservatives fundraising off of this, nothing. You would think this would be one of the most obvious ways to raise money if you're Republicans of anything in recent history besides maybe people's anger after the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago unfairly. But th this, this should raise money for itself. Your activism, your money, your dedication to pro-life causes the last 25, 30, 40, 50 years led to this, the most significant victory for human rights in our nation, in our nation's history. People want to be a part of that. So why are Republicans silent? Why won't Republicans talk about this? Well, the reason for that is because the GOP thinks that abortion is a losing issue. And they think abortion is a losing issue because the Democrats have told them that abortion is a losing issue. Actually, the Democrats told Republicans that being pro-life is a losing issue because the Democrats have told other Democrats that being pro-abortion is a winning issue. This is a lie. This is what I'm talking about when I say if Republicans play by the rules of the left, if they construct their campaigns in the lead up to the midterm elections based on talking points, false premises, and outright lies that the Democrats are propagating, then Republicans are going to lose in November. The GOP thinks abortion is a losing issue because Democrats have told them that being pro-life is losing. And this is based on essentially two, two arguments. The first argument is what happened in Kansas. Kansas is a very red state. You would think it's a very pro-life state. But in Kansas, there was a ballot referendum. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show. There was a ballot referendum on abortion and the pro-life side of that ballot referendum lost. And so you had Democrats analyzing this, saying, well, even in the red, red state of Kansas, the pro-life Republican state of Kansas, people support abortion. People don't want abortion restrictions. Conservatives and Republicans lost when they went hard charging in favor of restrictions, in favor of life. And conservatives didn't debunk that. They didn't push back on the lies that the Democrats were propagating. The truth of the matter is, it's a little more complicated than that. No one's saying that what happened in Kansas wasn't a loss for the pro-life side. It obviously was. But there's reasons for that. At, at, at the state level, when there's ballot referendums on abortion, there are several factors that are required if you want to win that ballot referendum. And when I say that are required, I mean, if you do a historical analysis, and there was a great article on The Federalist that gave a very detailed analysis of this. I'm just going to summarize it. But if you have a ballot referendum for abortion, uh, against abortion, for the pro-life cause, and you want to win, there are three things that need to happen in order for that ballot referendum to be successful. First of all, you have to have more money. It's cynical. It's cold, hard cash. I get that. 
But whoever raises the most money typically wins. In addition to the fact that the language of the intended referendum has to be so airtight, so precise, that there's no room for even the slightest misinterpretation. Because the Democrats just stand there and wait. They're, they're smacking their lips, waiting for any language that's crafted in just the clunkiest way possible that they can twist even further and make it seem like Republicans hate women, Republicans are terrible people, women are not gonna get care for miscarriage or ectopic pregnancy or you know whatever it might be. Any slight room for misinterpretation cannot exist. It has to be perfectly clear cut. That's the second factor. The third factor is ballot referendums on abortion have to be incremental. You can't take a state that is very permissive about abortion and flip it to no abortions ever for any reason. It has to be incremental. Now, that's very hard for those of us who understand that life begins at conception and that a human life is a human life and has value and dignity and that unborn baby has a right to life just as much as you or I do, that they're an eternal soul made by a creator. That's extremely difficult. I'm very impatient about that. I've, I, the only reason that I support incremental laws on abortion now is because I understand the process that these three factors must be present in order for a ballot referendum on abortion to be successful. And that didn't happen in Kansas. It didn't happen in Kansas. Two of the three factors didn't exist. The pro-abortion side had more money and the language of the referendum left room for misinterpretation, which the Democrats exploited. They ran TV ads and they lied about it and people, people unfortunately fell prey to that. So that's one of the reasons that the Republican Party thinks that being pro-life or that talking about abortion is a losing issue and the Republican Party is wrong. They bought into this lie from the Democratic Party. The other reason that the Republicans think abortion is a losing issue is because in the past couple months, polls have been bouncing towards Biden. Right, nuts, absolutely nuts. How could Biden possibly have an improved approval rating when you look at just even one thing, just look at gas prices, look at inflation, look at the border, Look at how the FBI is targeting Trump and parents and Project Veritas journalists. How on earth could people be happier with Biden now than they were a couple months ago? Well, the Democrats say the reason for that is because people are so unhappy about Roe v. Wade being overturned that they have become more loyal Democrat, more loyal Democrats. They've become Democrat. They now support the Democratic Party because of that. But is that true? We're gonna talk about that in just a second, but first I wanna to talk to you about Bambi. I like Bambi and I think you will too because small business owners, have you ever had an issue with employee attendance? Have you ever had an employee altercation in the workplace? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee? Have you ever had employee performance issues? Have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? The good news is Bambi is here to help small business owners implement good HR practices. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours. So you can automate the most important HR practices and you get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. These dedicated HR managers are available by phone, by email or real-time chat. As you know, an in-house HR manager could cost upwards of $80,000 a year. Who can afford that? 
But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a year. No hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. You run your business, let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash Liz right now for your free HR audit. It's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Liz. Bambi.com slash Liz. So polls are bouncing towards Biden. The Democrats claim that this is because of abortion, because people like abortion, support abortion. Republicans are against abortion, so people are becoming Democrats. People are supporting Biden. This is not the case. This is a lie. And any Republican running for elected office who has bought into this shouldn't be running for elected office or we should vote them out of office because they are sorely mistaken. What's happened here in our country is Republicans are operating in a way that might have worked 25 years ago, but does not work in America today. What I mean by this, 20, 30 years ago, Republicans were the kings of stepping back when Democrats were self-destructing and just giving them enough rope to hang themselves. Don't, don't, don't mess it up. Don't make yourself part of the story. Let the Democrats expose their true colors and the American people will see them for who they are and won't vote for the Democrats. That used to be the case. That used to be how it worked. It was an exercise in self-control for Republicans to simply trick Democrats into saying what Republicans knew Democrats believed and wanted Democrats to say, but what Democrats tried not to say to voters because they were trying to trick voters. That was the strategy. If you went to any consulting meeting, you were behind the scenes in any campaign, it was always this game of chess. How do we maneuver the Democrat to accidentally say this? And then you step back and just let it happen. That's not how it works anymore, my friends. We're not in a situation where we can do this, where we can let the left self-destruct. We have to get in the final punch, if you will, because we are facing this trifecta where corrupt politicians are protected by the mainstream media and any dissent or accountability that the media should have been engaging in is left to independent journalists who try to do this, who try to to expose corrupt politicians on big tech and big tech censors this. So we're facing this trifecta of corrupt politicians, the mainstream media and big tech. And so Democrats aren't maneuvered into this corner where they'll self-destruct. And if they do self-destruct, then it's immediately censored. People's criticism is immediately silenced. And the mainstream media counters whatever bad narrative would have taken hold with a narrative that they made up that will help Democrats. And Republicans aren't realizing this. Republicans are not hammering messaging. So this is the very important message that elected Republicans across the board need to understand today. If you do not hammer the issues that the American people care about, if you are worried about what Mitch McConnell thinks, if you are playing by the rules of the radical left, then you will lose in November. You will not just lose your own seat. You will lose that seat representing the American people, representing the values the American people sent you there to protect, the constitutional values that the majority of Americans still hold dear. If you refuse, all the ads, all the talking points, everything should be talking about the border. The White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, actually said that there's not people that are just like walking over the border. She was asked by, by Ducey at Fox News why unvaccinated, meaning 
illegal aliens who had not gotten the COVID jab were allowed to just walk across the border when, <laughs> when you can't even enter the United States legally on a plane, even if you're you know, uh, a citizen of a nation and you have a passport, a citizen of another nation, a European nation, you have a passport. You can't come here unless you have, unless you've been jabbed with the COVID vaccine. And the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre says, well, <laughs> it's not like illegal aliens are just walking across the border. What? Have you not seen the videos of illegal aliens literally streaming across the border? They're actually doing exactly that. They're walking across the border. A mass number of them caravans of them, hundreds of them. They are walking across the border. That's an ad that writes itself. The American people care about what's happening at our border. The White House is denying that what's happening is even happening, let alone acknowledging that it's harming people. Why aren't Republicans hammering this? If you're a Republican running for Congress, running for the Senate in 2022, hammer this. This is what people care about. You're not a xenophobe. You're not anti-immigrant. You're not mean. You don't lack charity. You're protecting the sovereignty of our nation. You're protecting the taxpayers who, whose rights you swore to uphold. You're protecting the safety of people who live in border towns. And you're actually protecting the safety and the well-being of the illegal aliens themselves who are crossing the border, many of whom, especially the females, are raped and sexually assaulted as part of the ritual of crossing the border in the hands of the cartels. What about inflation? Joe Biden literally claimed because there wasn't a, there wasn't a huge increase in inflation last month that, you know, oh, there was no, there was, there's no inflation. He's literally telling the American people that there's no inflation because there wasn't a giant leap in the number from one month to the next, even though Overall, we're at 8% inflation and everyone knows it. Your paycheck, your family's paycheck, it's shrinking compared to how fast inflation is growing. Gas is extremely expensive as the Biden administration claims it's totally fine. They claim that a little pain is what everyone needs to transition to electric cars. You know, the Secretary of Energy, Biden's Secretary of Energy says that poor people, low-income people can get a 30% discount on solar panels solar panels for their homes. Yeah, that's what they're thinking about. How to make ends meet. And you know, if they have a couple extra thousand dollars laying around, why don't we just put some solar panels in? It's an advertisement that writes itself, yet you don't see this. Republicans aren't seizing on this. What about the cultural issues? What about the transgender ideology? Oh, Republicans in Congress are terrified to talk about this. The state of California, the California State Assembly actually, passed what they're calling a transgender sanctuary state law. What does this transgender sanctuary state law do? It allows the state to become involved if any parent takes a child suffering from gender dysphoria to any kind of healthcare professional relating to that gender dysphoria. So if your kid has this problem, you take them to the doctor in California. The government's allowed to step in to make sure that you trans that kid. And if you are not, quote unquote, supportive of transing that kid, the government can take custody away from you. If you're transing your child in another state and it's illegal in that state and the state tries to prosecute you, as they should, you can run away to California and California will not allow the other state to prosecute you. They will trans your child. They won't protect that child. That's what this law is doing. Why aren't Republicans talking about this? This is an issue that crosses party lines. Parents 
on both sides of the aisle don't want the state threatening to take away their children. They don't want their children trans. It's okay to say this. You don't have to be afraid of Mitch McConnell taking money away from you. What about the FBI? Weaponized law enforcement, targeting Trump at Mar-a-Lago, inventing the Trump-Russia collusion narrative that, that caused the Mueller investigation and $30 million of taxpayer money the FBI, in their training material on militia violent extremists, labeling literally me <laughs> as a militia violent extremist because they say a sign of being a militia violent extremist is if you fly the Gadsden flag, the don't tread on me flag. I have one flying at my house right now. If you have the Betsy Ross flag, if you quote the founding fathers, the FBI that was undercover at January 6th, that staged the, the fed napping of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the FBI that calls parents who oppose critical race theory in schools domestic terrorists. This FBI, where are your advertisements on this? The American people care about this. Your constituents care about this. What about COVID? Where are all these public figures talking about the COVID tyranny that you and I have faced for the past two years? In Washington, D.C., there is a mandate from Mayor Bowser that is trying to force students age 12 and up to get the COVID vaccine or else they're not allowed to go to school. This is for public schools, private schools, and charter schools. There are very few exemptions, medical exemptions, which are impossible to get, and they openly admit they will deny most religious exemptions. 50% of Black students in Washington, D.C. do not have the COVID vax, which means that 50% of stu Black students in Washington, D.C., could face being expelled from school if they don't get the COVID vax, and there's no accommodations for virtual learning for people who decline to get the vaccine. So facing no educational opportunities whatsoever. Thank God, mass non-compliance, parents who refuse to get their children vaccinated, DC has caved to the pressure and say, well, we're not gonna enforce this until January. It's not gonna be enforced at the start of the year. This should be headlining news everywhere. This should be something that every congressman, every senator, or candidate should be talking about COVID tyranny, promising the American people that there will be accountability for violated freedoms and that this will never happen again and that the administrative state that conducted this whole thing will be abolished. The Democrats have actively hurt the American people with actions and with words. And don't forget what the Democrats think of us. Joe Biden called anybody who has supported Donald Trump, a fascist. And the White House press secretary, when challenged about this, because, you know, Biden is a walking vegetable and maybe he didn't understand what he was saying, she doubled down on it. Only semi-fascism coming. Yeah. Uh, is this something we're gonna hear more of, that phrase? Is it something the president's gonna kind of embrace or is there any sense that it was uh, you know, a little impromptu and it's gonna turn into a kind of basket of deplorables thing that he regrets and that tries to be quiet about? I, look, I was very clear when, uh, when laying out uh, and defining uh, what uh, you know, MAGA Republicans have done and you look at the definition of fascism and you think about uh, what they're doing in, in attacking our democracy, what they're doing in taking away uh, our freedoms, uh, taking away, wanting to take away our rights, our voting rights. I mean, that is what that is. It is very clear. And that's why he made that, um, that uh, 
that powerful speech uh, that you heard uh, from him last night, and he has not shied away from saying that. She doubled down. The Republican Party, not the conservative movement, this is the distinction between you and me and elected Republicans, the Republican Party is fearful based on talking points from the Democratic Party. They're adjusting their strategy, their advertising, and their petition to voters to vote for them based on false narratives from the left. And not just the left, based on fear of Mitch McConnell taking away money from their campaigns like McConnell is doing to Blake Masters in Arizona. Republicans need to pay attention to this. If you are unwilling to talk about things that people, your voters care about, if you are unwilling to stand strong in your principles because you fear losing a campaign donor like McConnell, if you do not have the fire in your belly to fight the culture war, even when the topics are uncomfortable, even when you face backlash, even when you are insulted and called whatever name of the day the Democrats have decided to label us as, if you are not willing to talk about how the Democrats have hurt the American people in detail and hammer these issues, if you're not willing to do this, then you shouldn't be serving in office. The midterm elections are the Republicans to lose. The American people understand what the Democrats have done to them, even if elected Republicans are unwilling to talk about it. There was new data that was analyzed by the Associated Press that found that more than 1 million voters across 43 states have shifted towards the Republican Party. A total of 1.7 million voters changed their party affiliation, and only 630,000 of them became Democrats, while over a million became Republicans. If you're not willing as an elected Republican to represent the interests and the values and the principles of those voters who elected you, who sent you to Congress or who might send you to Congress to represent them, then step aside and let someone who's willing to fight the fight do it. If you have not subscribed to my show, please do so. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes and click the subscribe button. On YouTube, you can find me at Liz Wheeler Show. Hit the subscribe button over there and also hit the bell so that we can notify you every time a new episode drops or we have a new video for you. On Locals, we're gonna talk about the New York Times article. Just when you think the New York Times can't stoop any lower, they do. The New York Times editorial board is calling for Merrick Garland and Biden's Department of Justice to indict Trump. We're going to talk about the premise on which this article is built and what the New York Times hopes to achieve in our nation with this article. Don't miss it. LizWheelerShow.com slash locals. If you use my promo code access, you can watch for free for the first month of your annual subscription. LizWheelerShow.com slash locals. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. 